This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. And I'm Blooper. I'm just Steve. This is like a dream. This is like a, a dream. Dude, I had a dream last night. Oh, I don't have a fun alien voice. If I had a fun... You're a voice actor, don't you? Try something. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, if I had a cool, fun alien voice, then we could sound like we were from space. Yeah. I'd rather not do it. What's going on? Dude, um, welcome to the show, everybody. How's everybody doing? This is Dynamic Banter. Well, and now I forgot what I was going to say, actually. You were talking about how you don't have an alien voice. Before that. Hmm. You were talking about how important it is for to have a strong breakfast. To strong plants. To have good breakfast yeah. before you do anything. Yeah. And I believe that as well. Hmm. Damn, it's gone. Guys, welcome to the show. You know, Mike and I, we're just so proud of you guys. Yeah, and we don't tell you enough. We don't tell you enough. We're proud of you. We're proud of you guys. Thank you. And guys, Kevin's back in the studio. We're proud of him too. Welcome back. Welcome back, Kevin. Don't get us sick. I'll end your life. Kevin's Kevin. wearing a mask like a respectful gentleman in here. And we have eight fans circulating the... Air around the room and circulating the air around the room and circulating the air. And that is safe. And Kevin tested positive this morning, double positive. Super he tried positive three tests morning. and two of them are positive and one was negative. So we're going to go with that so one. So we're going with that one. So we put them all in a hat and we said whichever one we pull we out. We decide is the where we're comfortable. We and decide. And you put in the air and all around the room. <laughs> How you doing, Mike? Welcome, welcome to the show, man. I'm good. Thank you for being here. I want to remind everyone that they could be here on December eighth. Yes. Right. Mm. Dynamic banter live at the Hollywood. Airport. I believe here's how you make a peanut butter and jam I'm I'm bleep blorp, <laughs> pooper pooper and bleep blorp. It's like one of those like uh, fake channels on Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, when they're like watching the cable channels. Yeah. Merry Christmas, Mike. Merry Christmas, dude. Steve. You know what's coming up, man? Easter. I don't want to dox us. Yeah. <laughs> Dachshund was my favorite reindeer. Dachshund. <laughs> Dachshund. Yeah. Uh, you're talking about Thanksgiving. You have to be. No. No. I'm talking about Decon. Decon. That's this weekend. Yeah, huh? man. I gotta get a ticket. Dude, please. I gotta get D ticket. Please. So they, they'll let me in the front gate. 
It's very good. Thank you. Very good. First you put jam on one of the pieces of bread and you can toast it if you want. And then you put jam on the other side of the bread and a little bit of peanut butter in there. I'd watch that. Is that a channel or something? Yeah, they they tell you how to do stuff. How to make stuff? They're aliens, but they tell you how to do Earth. <laughs> They're like, They're like we've, get, get we've this. so well, we can even do Earth stuff. Let's talk about stupid Earth shit. Yeah, people. that's get- one of a really, like a video on YouTube of a really, really white person making sushi. They're yeah. like, this is how you make sushi? Yeah. That's an alien telling you <laughs> yeah. peanut butter jelly sandwich. Right. Dude, I would love that. That's so funny. Yeah. I would love if aliens would like make fun of what we're doing down here. Yeah. Like they eat cheese on yeah. bread. Dude, maybe that's what it is, and it's just so far beyond our sense of humor. Yeah, they were like, whoa. Yeah. Dude, I love when you stumble upon like a meme that have you ever seen one of these where it's like it sometimes they're like on TikTok where it's like a bunch of imagery that you're like, what the fuck am I even looking at? Yeah. And then it's like, all right, whatever. And for some reason, you like go to the comments to see if people are like talking about the fuck you're even looking at. And someone in the comments will be like, we're looking at a meme from like 2075. (laughs) Like that's good. (laughs) Like we don't think it's funny yet. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. But in 2075, it's like fucking peak comedy. Dude, I I often go to the comments whenever I don't know what happened in a reel or a TikTok. I love it. And I'm like, who figured it out? And then um, the only good thing about the comments is that you could like like other people's. Yeah. And so you could see like what is the most like agreed upon yeah. statement. I love that. And it's usually the funniest. Yeah. yeah like yeah. especially in ones where like there's some weird shit going on. That's where on. you get your flowers on the internet in the comment section. Dude, there were people in the YouTube world that were like that would make content based off of the comments. Yeah. And like use someone's comment to like make a, a yeah. funny thing. And uh and I think that's kind of shitty. <laughs> what do you mean? Actually. Because it's just taking someone else's I mean, I'm not saying like taking it and then riffing on it. Oh, I thought you I'm meant, saying like, like taking it and going like that's really funny. I'm gonna make a whole concept around that. But that's also like in the in the in the joke world, if you come up with a joke and then somebody else like tags it. You're, you'll normally be like, oh, I'm going to use that. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like somebody else improving on the thing that. that yeah. You yeah. Well, for sure. I mean, and you, and that's yeah. all the, yeah, that's how the art world works, I guess, yeah, in yeah, general. But yeah. in, in, um, it's like criticism, re- taking criticism. <laughs> dude, related to that, um, I saw this TikTok of like, and it was pretty humorous, but it was like one of those, like, the the most broad comedy ever like everyone would laugh like anyone would laugh at this sure so it's not like specifically like uh my favorite kind of comedy i like a comedy that like only six is so weird (laughs) yeah that yeah only six people think it's funny (laughs) yeah uh, and it's it makes people uncomfortable and stuff you like like cognitive dissonance comedy or like comedy that doesn't that doesn't like make any sense yeah yeah like like uh bizarre like yeah yeah stream of consciousness weird shit yeah yeah i like when people try things that are different yeah and and then they like just go for it and they have a confidence while they do it sure it's really cool yeah but um so there was this tiktok and it was this guy and he made his head look real big so he looked like a little kid Mm -hmm. and they use and it uses the audio of like this kid going like 
I guess it's like an audio of a kid like arguing with his mom about jerking off. About jerking off. Yeah, You've seen that? that? Yeah. Okay. And the mom is like, "What were you doing on the computer?" And he's like, "We got a virus. Got a virus. I'm telling you yeah, exactly." Yeah. And he's like. Clearly, he was jerking off or like preparing to jerk off. Yeah, and the guy's sitting next to like tissues and lotion. And he's like trying to push it away. (laughs) And I was like, that's funny. That's actually funny. And I was like, I wonder what the original video is, though. So I clicked the audio. Yeah. And I saw something that made me kind of sad. What's that? I saw like maybe a hundred of those. Yeah. Exact same bit yeah but it's like different people people doing it yeah yeah but like i'm used to seeing people like do something a little different or something Mm. or like there's a twist or something this was like everyone i clicked on was exactly the same sure it was like big head pushing tissues and lotion away Yeah, yeah mouthing the words of the whole thing yeah And it, like, made me kind of sad. Did you get enjoyment the first time you saw it? Yeah. So being different is relative to your past experience. Yeah, but then I have to think about how, like, well, is that the first one? Or is that one of the copy ones? Well, by nature, it's like a copy of a thing, right? Because it's copying. Of that real life Having fun with somebody else's audio, Mm -hmm. right? But that's, like, a creative way of taking that audio and mm. and doing something kind of fun with it. Yeah, but you can still enjoy that knowing totally. that it's been and done I, a lot. And I did. I was like, it was funny, but it was one of those funnies that like everyone can find funny. Yeah. So I was like, it was funny. I laughed at it. And so much so that I wanted to see where it came from. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that it's like the same exact bit to me just means that someone saw it and was like, let me do mine now. Yeah. And that's like, it's so weird how quickly that's being done in front of our eyes. Yeah. Dude, let me give you just the other side of the coin, maybe positive spin on it. Yeah. I do think that with so much video editing being effortless and like in your pocket. Yeah. I think it gives a lot of people who maybe didn't have an outlet for their creativity, the ability to like do stuff now. For sure. I feel like more people are just making stuff for the sake of like making stuff, which is like not everybody. Yeah. Yeah. But also I think it it is an outlet. Like you ever have fun, like editing something. Like I think it gives people that. And it also kind of gives people, I used to think about this a lot when TikTok like first came out. Cause it was so easy for like, and like an unknown thing to go viral. Yeah. It's like, I remember what going viral felt like in like early, like 2010s yeah and it it was a really good feeling and now like everybody has the chance to like mimic that feeling even if it never happens again yeah and i think that pushes a lot of people to be creative in a way where they maybe didn't do that before and i think that that is kind of nice yeah and then it's interesting how like the twitter the new twitter thing is kind of like taking that and monetizing that feeling of being kind of like special by being able to buy the little check mark and shit. Yeah. And you could be like, well, see, now I'm like, I'm now I'm viral on Twitter or something, you mm. know? It gives people the feeling of like, how do we give people the feeling of internet importance? Of internet importance. Yeah. yeah. Still, if you click on it though, if you click on it, it either tells people that you bought it or that you're notable. I know, <laughs> dude. And look. <sighs> 
I don't want to do it to everybody. Uh huh. But I don't like it. I don't Which like part? the thing where you could click on it and it shows that someone just bought it. Oh, I like that a lot. You like it because it's funny? Yeah, I like it because it's honest. Yeah. <laughs> Does that give you a thought about that person when you see that? I guess <laughs> all the thoughts that are that come with this person bought this thing. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't make it. Um, I mean, I suppose I know why, but they should have made it look different. Yeah. Because you could still be proud about the fact that you're contributing to like if Twitter gives you a lot of joy and you want to contribute monetarily um to make one of the developers a little bit of money or I don't know to where the money the goes to be totally they it. just shoot the money into space. I don't know what they do with it. You're just saying you want to show your support if you want to show your support. Yeah, but make it look a little platform. different. Yeah. Make it be the check mark. Dude, this would be this is the move. You know how it's a check mark but it's like hollow in the middle? Yeah. You should make a check mark with like a white check is like you paid for it. And the whatever the standard one is now is the one notable. And yeah, like make it a little bit different. I feel like from a business perspective, they probably feel better about making it look the same. Oh, for sure. Right. Because like they're you're not right. selling the difference. Right. They're selling the sameness of it. Yeah. Look at how the same. Everything is you got to be cool with the way things change because it has nothing to do with you exactly and exactly. it's like dude old people tell you all the time it's about the journey not the destination right yeah it's not about like one day you get a check mark or whatever it's about like look at how much i check this website every day when i wake up yeah you know like think about that think yeah. about all the things that made you laugh from the thing and also like because this this even goes all the way to like loss, the dinosaur. right? Like lo oh, yeah, losing yeah. your life. Yeah, this goes all the way to the Big Bang, <laughs> dude. Dinosaurs used to like put things out there in the world, and then they all loved it, and then it changed. Yeah, and then some of them were like, "Oh man, it's not the same anymore." Yeah, and you're like, dude, when you grow up, you learn that so many things aren't the same as they were before yeah and like i think about disney like we talk about disneyland like disneyland isn't the same you gotta do a thing now and you can't go and have a lunch and then leave can't pee anymore the yeah. you can't go pee on the castle you can't do and it's like twitter's different now like so it's all different i remember when it was like this and yeah buying concert tickets used to be different you go to tower records or something and you wait in line you get your ticket yeah now it's like price gouging. Everyone's like on the internet fighting each other and the internet connections get fucked up because everybody wants to see Taylor Swift. Yeah. And things are different. But you know what? We have to face the facts that that's just how life is. Yeah, life goes forward. It, it doesn't sucks. care about you. Yeah, it doesn't care about you at but all. But it doesn't have to suck. Life doesn't care about you. Life doesn't care about you, but that doesn't have to suck. I don't like when comedians go after each other on, on TikTok for like their styles of comedy. Preach, dude. I'm like, dude, you, first of all, your job is comedian. If that weighs on you, like being an financial analyst might weigh on someone, get a different job. Dude, George Carlin said a thing about comedians that like, uh, go against each other, like comedians that fight or whatever. Yeah. I, I have to find it. Uh, uh, There's comedians that are real snarky about one thing or another about like styles of comedy. And it's like, 
you're it doesn't matter what any other comedian thinks of you at all exactly because you're they're not there when you're doing your show nine times out of ten and it's like you and the room full of people that came to see you whether you come from like whether you started in a comedy club or you're a tiktok person or a youtube person or an open micer that worked their way up or mic and you're in a room with the people who paid to see you and you your job is to make those people have a good time and then you're going to go on twitter the next day and this person's going to be like how about more jokes about this or whatever who gives a fuck yeah I mean, just don't I have any friends that are comedians <laughs> <laughs> exactly and don't care about what anybody says about you if you're doing an individual art if you're doing any kind of art i guess just fucking do shit that's authentic to you and however long it takes you to figure out how to do some dude asked me in my dms how long it took me to like be comfortable being myself on stage or just in general doing this whatever and it takes a long time and you you start comedy and then you're kind of like a imitation of people that you like you mash up all the people that you like and then you sound like that yeah and then you keep doing it and you do great things and you fail and eventually you land on like you either quit or you become the person who you're gonna be. yeah because everybody who's doing comedy like if you're starting out doing stand-up you're like doing an impression of someone doing stand-up yeah yeah like kind of like when you're like hey do a do pretend like you're a newscaster or whatever like there's a cadence yeah. and a and a, a way to act that me that totally screams newscaster yeah. and uh and i think comedian is like that too um same and, thing with like guitar player oh totally you're just gonna sound like someone this guy sounds someone. like stevie ray vaughn or yeah. this guy sounds like fucking lars from metallica is that a drummer yeah but the coolest thing is being like you sound like stevie ray vaughn and sound and being stevie ray vaughn dude or you're like dude this guy's like stevie ray vaughn and johnny marr and like all these fucking crazy guitar like fucking resner he's this guy's like everything in one yeah and then you get those people who are like this guy's like stevie ray vaughn and a chainsaw fucking this guitar oh dude i kind of want to hear that that's what i'm saying yeah See how instantly yeah you See, because, but for me, it's like, I'm an old man and I just want to, I just want to hear new shit. Yeah. I want to see and hear new Let me shit. ask you this. Let me ask you this. Does that. And, and you put the jam on the other side. <laughs> does that, does that inspire you to fill a void that you see and make stuff? Yeah. And I think, I think. I think that because that's the answer because you're dude you're a comedian yeah you're the person who that's part of your job yeah if you are looking around the internet and are sad about this that and the other thing you got to be like here's what people should be doing and then you and then you that. do it exactly yeah. and I think that like there's a thing with like I don't know maybe it's just me maybe everybody feels this to a degree maybe this is why when there's like artists who get kind of old, they're like not as funny as they were, or like there's directors who get old and they don't make movies like they used to anymore. There's like something that happens to like your creativity that kind of like gets chopped up a little bit. And I think that for me as an older guy, I'm like, I like what I like and I make what I want to make. Like when I do like my, my things on my own, like my Twitch streams or something, I'm doing like weird shit. I'm doing things that people probably wouldn't stick around for. Garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah, it's trash. Like, how would you explain it? It's trash. It's video and audio trash. Okay. But but it's like what I want to see. 
So I'm like doing that, and yeah. that, and and it makes me laugh. Exactly, it makes yeah. me laugh a lot. And uh, and I think it, the fact that it makes other people laugh is like awesome. Yeah. It's like our show. Like our show is weird. Like, dude, who was asking me? Someone was asking me about the show. I think it was someone at the coffee shop, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "What's it called?" And I was like, "It's called Dynamic Banter." And they were like, "I'm gonna check it out." And I'm like, "Well, okay, but here's the disclaimer: it's you're probably a, not gonna like it. It's weird." Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And I was trying to think of like, you know, we, because we came from the YouTube world of like, and that, and there's a lot of us that are kind of like self-deprecating in our comedy and in our creativity and stuff. Like it always kind of comes down to like, we're good, but we're not the best mm-hmm. whenever we talk about the things we've done. And like dynamic banter is one of those things too, where it's like, whenever someone asks me what it is. It's hard for me not to say it's like garbage because it, but I like garbage and I, I'm trying to say it in a way that I like it. Like if someone told me their show is garbage, I'd be yeah. like, well, I kind of want to see that. Yeah. So I'm kind of just saying it the well, way I, I want to say it. I guess garbage has a negative yeah. connotation <laughs> where like a mess yeah. is, I guess that's still negative. I'm trying to figure out a way to say it. That I know, have like I a know, negative I know. Spin and so, but that's like a thing that we need to well, that's the thing I need to work on and a lot of people need to work on in, in the art world mm. and especially in like the stand-up comedy, like sketch comedy writer world yeah. where it's like, you can't just shit on yourself. I used to do that a lot. I know. As a, as a stand-up comedian. Because it's easy. But also I think in the back of my mind, I didn't, uh, like I knew that it took a while to get good. Yeah. So I knew just because of where I was, I was only like three to five years in. I knew that I was so far away yeah. from the best. Um, but that's like a comparison thing. Totally. I wish there was a way to, to, um, talk about the show with words that I know. I think we need to work on that. Cause like to me, when I say the show is garbage, I'm saying it because I love garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's hard. I'm like Oscar the Grouch in that way. Kind of like, I'm, I love it. I love when shit's gross and weird and uncomfortable and you're sleeping in it and awkward and yeah and you're sleeping in it like one time i told a close girlfriend of mine that they're the most disgusting person i know yeah and you loved it and they were like how could you say that yeah and i was like but really think about it no 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 i mean it but i'm like because like (laughs) that's not what you want to hear right like you don't want someone to tell you you're the most disgusting person they know right but like they know they're not like this is a very attractive well put together person uh and it and they have they have a good heart and they're funny and all those things yes so it's like you know you're not just i mean in when i'm saying it it's like i'm saying you're you using are as perfect a, yeah sure you're perfect yeah to you and you because and and i would only call someone a garbage person if they were like me in Gar- the sense that they <laughs> say garbage shit yeah all the time uh-huh. like real gross nasty shit about cum and poop and sure. piss all the time i guess that's the other thing about the show is i don't think it's all like no not at all like i think sometimes we riff on stuff and it becomes really clever and really funny and it's not just like a gross no it's not that's why i used to get a little (laughs) hot about people we did that piss thing for a long time and they called us a piss cast and it was like this is just a piss cast (laughs) 
and I, I was like, but it is it. a little bit more. Dude, than I was that. so happy when they called us that. I know, but I we have like, we have differences. I know, in, I know. In the way that we are, but I want you to know that I wore it with a little bit of pride. You wore that piss and <laughs> piss dude, badge with pride. And like in bringing it back to like, how do we explain our show in a way that's not like disgusting and off-putting? Yeah. And I think that like. We need to realize that our show is just like, it's sometimes gross. Yeah. It's always funny. Yes. But it's like always going to be in between that. Yeah. Because we're just unapologetically ourselves. I think I know what it is. I think it's less about a personality thing. And I think that I've known for a, a long time how much work goes into like, if you look at just the clips or the full video, Ryan doing the full video or like sometimes finding time to do it. Mm -hmm. It's it's always going to be just us talking to each other and that is great and it's pure and yeah. it's authentic. Yeah. But there is a lot of work that goes into it and I feel this is my personal preference, like my I put this on that. Yeah. I think when it's called like a disgusting pissed cast, <laughs> I think it kind of devalues the amount of work that goes into like I know. making it good. I know, but you know, I was I, And that's just I'm telling I'm saying out loud that that yeah. is like a, that's a personal yeah i take it like that i think i want I, I i'd like you to think about like you know when we make fun of ourselves yeah. and we self-deprecate ourselves it like it gives it makes us comfortable in a way because it's like we're not trying to be anything other than like who we are like it's hard to be like this person is you can't a Dude. lot of people go like, I'm perfect and I never fuck up. Right, right. And right. I'm the shit. Sure. And that's what they say all the time. Yeah, it's like their thing. And it's their thing. Yeah. And it's like, that's not real. Can I that's tell you? That's not real. Can I tell you? Let me tell you the realest. I'll tell you the realest yeah, thing that it. I'm thinking of. Let's hear it. I think, and this is maybe a flaw that I have. I think when I see things in other people that I've already worked really hard to grow out of, I think it makes me want to distance myself yeah. from that yeah. because I wasn't confident for a very long time in a lot of different situations for a lot of different ages. And then it took a lot for me to like gain confidence in myself, yeah. which is why I used to do the self-deprecating right. thing. And now I don't anymore. And I guess that, and again, this is just personal thing. I guess I don't like backsliding into that because I work so hard to not be that. And I don't believe that about myself or the show even though we talk about like garbage stuff. Yeah. But so, so yes, I agree. And, and I feel that way too. Like I still struggle with a lot of like, dude, I struggle with so much weird identity and feelings and like self, uh, self identity things yeah. all the time. And I try to like zero in on what it is. And it's like, well, it's like childhood and upbringing and what, how your parents treated you when you did something wrong or how your parents treated you when you did something right or something good. Like if you were overtly congratulated for like tiny things, mm -hmm. it kind of makes you that way forever, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And uh, so I, I struggle with it a lot. And I think about how like it's hard to like it feels more real to me to be like. Well, nobody's perfect. That's just true. Yeah. And so that means I'm not perfect. Right. And uh, and I make mistakes all the fucking time. I think most people make a lot of mistakes or make mistakes. Unless Everyone you're makes mistakes. Jesus Christ. Unless you're Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, where you been, buddy? Yeah. 
could use you about uh, 12 years ago. We're expecting you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, but for me, it's like, <laughs> it's like, There are people who go like, I'm a piece of shit, I'm gross. Like, Louis C.K. would say, like, I'm a gross, fat piece of shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and people are, would then start calling him a gross, fat piece yeah. of shit. But they didn't believe him for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I have a friend who um, talks about how she has, like, a big forehead. Sure, sure. Because it's, like, something that she's owned herself yeah. and says it. Yeah. And, but, like, all of the comments under, like, all of her posts are like what's over that big forehead and like they just keep mentioning the big forehead sure. and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah and it's like you have to like that might hurt to see all those people like throwing your insecurity back at you mm. but you like served it to them on a silver platter pretty much so it's like what we did on this show is is we've given them cum and piss and shit. Yeah, you're welcome. And and then they started calling us a cum and shit podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, we kind of gave it to them. So well, that doesn't. I'm not saying that people shouldn't do that. It doesn't yeah. keep me up at night. But I'm saying it shouldn't bother you because it's well. You also, can like when viewers you, yeah. of the podcast call it whatever, of his they, they clearly like they're it's in a position love. where they yeah. love the podcast. Yeah, they, yeah. they love that about yeah. it. I'm saying when we're in a situation where we have to describe it to someone else. Yeah. I don't like if someone was you like, you want to say it's a piss cast. Yeah. If somebody was like, ask what's your comedy? Like, I would never want to be like, Oh, it's just bad piss and shit. Yeah. Fart shit. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's like, like I yeah. think more, I think more of it than that because like, it's so important. What if it. like, okay. Would, do you think the way you would describe the show would change depending on who you were pitching it to? Yeah, because I right? think the pitch is important, and I have always been bad at that. I'm like, me a let too. me make it. I don't know how to sell it to you. That's why I just say it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so you want because I'm like I'm a garbage not even person. A chance. <laughs> so, but but like to me, garbage is great. So and yeah. and people who know me know that. Right. So it's like if I say that, it's like high praise. Also, people who are like you exactly. would like the show. Exactly. I and get that. so that's what I'm saying. So if yeah. it's someone at the coffee shop that's like, I want to listen to your show, what's it called? I have to go like, oh man, what do you like? <laughs> like or you just tell them what it's called. I, I, but <laughs> yeah, but, but then you tell them what it's called, but then they go like, cool. But once you tell them what it's called, you've opened up the world for like because, I mean, look, there's even a chance they're not going to fucking listen to right. it. Right, but then they press play and they either like it or they don't. Right. I would want no further discussion. I guess that's it. What's, I would want no okay. further discussion. So What's a, it like? I told you what it was called. You should check it out. Press play. But see, I like to give people a little bit of a warning, depending on who I'm talking to. Sure. If it's like a nice old lady who just wants to be sweet, I'm going to be like, man, it's probably not for you. But I appreciate you wanting to check it out. I know where you're coming from, but that's assuming the old lady doesn't have a fun sense of humor. Right. And dude, all bitches gonna get old. Yeah. Right? True. Bitches who like funny, this show funny gonna bitches funny get bitches old. get old. You ever seen uh what's her name? Stifler's mom? Can we call oh uh, Jennifer Coolidge? Jennifer yeah, Coolidge, Jennifer old as shit. She's funny as fuck. Can we call this episode? <laughs> that's out of my hands. All I'm saying is that bitches do be having a sense bitches of humor. That, we were old bitches. <laughs> and we respect bitches here. There's a Dude, lot of I, like... Okay, go ahead, go ahead. 
I think insecurity in some aspects breeds a lot of like, uh, what do you, it's not deflection, but it's like, um, like it, it when takes you, you away from responsibility. No, no, no. When you like project projection, mm. like you project something onto, onto someone else. Yeah. A lot of times it's a good guess that an old yeah. lady wouldn't like the podcast, right? but like, I know some fucking cool ass old ladies that are just like, you know, dude, insecurity is so noticeable. Yeah. yeah. If it's bad. Yeah. And if you're like, dude, when I was like going out there, fucking hunting for pussy when you used to thanks Kevin. to get cats for the when i go look for cats, cats cuz i was just like i need to take in some pussy <laughs> you put the jam on both sides of the bed you know what dude when i would meet like a fly gal at some place and i was like damn baby let me pay for your college she'd be like Okay, baby. And then I'm like, oh my God, what? Yeah. I'm scared now. <laughs> Goodbye. I got a pee pee. It'd be like over. Yeah. But if you're like, because it's so much. All money. right, girl. Well, I'll see you in like three years. Yeah. Once, once what? <laughs> and then what happens, what happens is, in three and years? then what happens is, is that confidence gets you way further than get, being scared. And sometimes you can use it to your advantage, like in a comedian stand-up kind of way. Yeah, you you could go up on stage and be like, I'm the uncomfortable guy. And it's like, we've seen it. Yeah. But how are you going to do the uncomfortable guy? Are you going to do it in a different way that's funny? Yeah. And it works if you – if there's some places where it works. But in the comedy world, even the insecurity can be used in a confident way. And it's awesome. Well, that's why what you try to do as a comedian is you try to be yourself. Yes. You know? Right. So if you're unconfident guy, you can confidently be unconfident guy because that's who you are. Dude, I have this problem where... It's when people try to act like the other thing where it get, well, there's a disconnect. And they're like, why is no one laughing? And it's probably because yeah. they know that you're trying to be something else. I will, I'm not going to apologize for being myself. Okay. Well, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go fuck yourself. I'm out. This show's over. Why don't you try to go fucking myself? Why don't you go fuck myself? <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, I have this problem where for me, like, you know, I'm unwell. Mm. My name is Unwell. <laughs> my finger and that unwellness like in the early days of source fed came out as like awkward shit yeah and it came out in ways where someone would say something and then i'd say a thing and it would make people laugh yeah. and people were like i love when steve said that thing so i got this like thing where i'm like okay so then people like it when i'm unwell yeah that's how you power through the opera. Right. And so now I have this thing where I've done this for like seven years. Yeah. And I think I'm broken because I, I'm, I was, you know, it's like, don't, don't, um, like, don't laugh at that. You know, when people go like, don't, don't encourage him. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. encouraged me. Yeah. And so now I'm in this like part of my life where I'm encouraged for saying, the first thing that pops into my brain yeah. at every moment and it doesn't work for every situation. You're right. 
And it's like, but but it's what I've been praised for my whole career. You know what's very interesting? It's a struggle, dude. It's like you. So I don't even know if you know that you do this mm. naturally, but like when we first meet up in the morning, you're like spas- spastic as fuck, mm-hmm. and you and Kevin are making your oh, weirdo yeah. ah! noises at each other. Yeah, and it's so much. That's how Kevin and I talk. But to each then other. you're in you're in my presence, mm-hmm. and we all give off a whatever. Yeah. And I think you eventually calm down, down yeah. a little bit. Well, yeah, because we've had episodes where I've gone full Steve. Yeah. And you like almost storm out of the studio. Yeah. And so I had to learn how to like, to like lower the Steve. Yeah. Um, and that's reading the room, baby. And that's totally reading the room. <laughs> but, but like, I'm still myself unapologetically. Yeah. On the show, it's just that you could be different volumes of yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, but I know you hate it when things are loud as fuck. Yeah. So I now am very careful when I'm going to do something really loud, and I think that I like to, because uh, timing is is everything. Sure. And and comedy is sometimes about putting someone that you respect and care about <laughs> through an uncomfortable thing okay. to get a big laugh. And, and it's I all think, subjective, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I think we do it to each other all the time. Like in the sense of like, what are you wearing? You look like both Bird and Ernie. And that Did I say that? No, no, but but that's like the kind of thing you'd say. Like like sometimes um when someone like Joe would come into the room and he'd be wearing the most like lumberjacky thing ever, yeah, yeah, would yeah, be yeah. like, well, what, where's the axe or yeah. something? You know, you'd throw in like a fun little jab. Sure. And I think that's like, dude, this- how often do I make you uncomfortable? Never. You never make me uncomfortable. You this used is an to interesting me, conversation. You used to make me uncomfortable. When? When I did what? Well, when you would be... Because we needed to learn about each other. Yeah. Like, yeah, every yeah. relationship is is like learning about each other. Yeah. Learning what each other hates, what to do, what not to do, what yeah. they love, their love language, all that shit. Sure. How to you got to, like, how to kiss, how they like it, how they like it. Yeah. And, like, for me, it's like, if you want to make a relationship work, a business partnership work or show work sure you have to like power through the things that are like kind of difficult you have to learn each other's nuances and things like that so it took me a while to learn that you like will say what's on your mind and and confront situations that are uncomfortable that most people would probably not confront and say things that are very true um, without sugarcoating it and stuff like that. Yeah. And for us, like, little sensitive L.A. boys, California boys, it's, like, hard to, like, prepare yourself for the truth, you know? You want to guard your heart and be like, no, stop it! <laughs> don't, don't be honest Dude, <laughs> I told you that I talked to a friend who was, like, I because I was going through some hardship, and I was, like, explaining that... Um, everyone's being supportive and then i have a friend who said this and they were like whoa damn and i was like well yeah i mean but isn't that true and they'd be like well okay sure and i'm like don't you want friends around that will tell you the absolute truth yeah i mean if you know that the right thing is not always the easiest yeah i would much rather have someone at least bring up the right thing it's hard to have it in there it's like a hard situation. It's like when we were talking about the booger thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. There's like an uncomfortable feeling about being like, let me make you vulnerable for a second mm-hmm. and say you got a booger. And you're like, oh, man, I'm gross and embarrassing now. And that feeling is kind of like the feeling of 
well, fuck, my friend did something that upset me or my friend did something really stupid that everyone's like being all nice and cuddly about. Mm. But I think I need to say something that will help my friend more yeah. than all of this huggy, everything's going to be okay shit. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I value that in a friend like you, Mike. Yeah, and yeah. I was telling my friend that like, I value the truth, the friends that are truthful and, and like, will say something to like slap you out of your shit. Yeah. And I was like, don't you want that? And they were like, no, I just, I don't want that. That makes me sad. Yeah. No and one there's wants people that, that all don't the time. want it. Dude, there's... no one wants, no one wants to be told about themselves all the time, but that's the person. If you always need to be told about yourself, don't hang out with us. Well, honestly. yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> something completely different. Yeah. Like you don't, you need a balance. Yeah. Like I don't you need get different a levels new... of friendship. Like a, yeah. like an acquaintance isn't going to be like, Hey, you do this emotionally, right, or whatever. But a close friend that's been your your one of your best friends for years is gonna be like, I think there's some like causality, dude. Like you and Zoya, I bet you yeah. and Zoya have like a million like uh, ways to communicate with each other mm -hmm. that you wouldn't do with others because yeah. you know her so fucking well. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so, yeah, I mean, it, it used to be uncomfortable for me for you to be so confrontational mm. when it needed to happen. And I was like, man, like, I don't, I just want like, you know, you'd think I, I just want friends where like, we never argue. It's always fun. It's always laughs and shit. And it's like, well, that's not real. No. What's real is is like sometimes your friends upset you. Yeah. Or sometimes your friends do something really yeah, stupid. Sometimes you're gonna be upset. That's natural. Sometimes your friends are like killing themselves slowly. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? No one's like being like, stop being a fucking idiot. I want you to live. Yeah. yeah. And you gotta be that one friend that's like, listen, here's the tough love. Yeah. And uh a lot of people are like scared of that. Mm. Like they don't really want that. And uh but I value it. I think it's really good. Yeah, Roger. It's good to have that. But yeah, I, uh, but I, yeah, I kind of struggle with the like shielding myself, but then also like preparing myself for the truth. And like, there are certain people that I'll come to and be like, can I explain to you something that happened to me? And can I get your opinion on this? Yeah, yeah. And I know I'm going to get like an uncomfortable answer. <laughs> yeah. Like I have to go to that person. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to be like, there are people I go to <laughs> say, can I tell you something before I tell Mike? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> it's almost like this. It's like, it's like something happens to me and I'm like, oh, I got to text Matt or I got to text Owen or whatever. Oh. And I'll be like, Matt, what should I do? And Matt will be like, dude, you're going to be okay. Here's what you do. And it's very good. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good. And then I'll feel better. And then I'm like, Okay, time to ask Mike now. Because <laughs> no. I know you're going to like not sugarcoat it even a little yeah. bit. And then I never get that text. <laughs> Only when it matters. Yeah. Only when it matters. Like, thankfully, yeah. I'm not in situations where like I need the real shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, because I can handle myself. You yeah, know, like I'm doing up. okay these days. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, living my life and being like kind of like doing my own isolated thing sure. has been really different and interesting and a big learning experience for me. But um, yeah, but it's good. It's good to have friends that like will tell you like it is. And it's good to have friends that kind of sugarcoat it sometimes too. Yeah. Dude, as long as you, I'm always down to take 
constructive criticism from somebody who doesn't have any other motives. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to, if I tell you the truth is something, I'm not trying to like make you feel any kind of a way, or I'm not trying to like, um, put you in any kind of situation. I'm not, I don't stand to benefit from like hurting your feelings or yeah. anything. And a lot of people, I think, will throughout your life will tell you how to be mm -hmm. and you got to think about the motivation of that yeah. person are they doing it from like a place of jealousy yeah. are they doing it from like a place where they don't want to see you hurt yeah you know? I, I like that i get this thing from you sometimes like it's very rare but you'll come to me and you'll be like hey man i think you're doing something that isn't your best abilities mm. and like and i know that when you say something like that it's like this guy, I mean, you care. You obviously care enough yeah. to tell me something like that. This isn't something you'd say to just like anybody. Right, right. And I not everybody uh, earns exactly. That. Yeah, yeah. And I also don't want to like waste your time with every little thing I need your advice on because mm -hmm. I know it's like it's your time is very valuable and important to you, and yeah. you jacking have your off. family and your yeah. priorities and shit, and jacking off. Jacking off. And so I don't want to throw all this shit on you all the time, but. Uh, but I like that it's important. Like it's it means something when like we have a very important conversation about life yeah, because it yeah. means that we trust each other. You trust me. Your time. You understand that this is important time. Right. Because if it isn't, if it wasn't, you'd just be like, whatever, man. You know what to do. You yeah, it would take just care be nothing. Yeah. Right. Or you'd be like, sounds like a shitty thing, but you'll get through it. Like, damn. Do you have something to figure out? Right. Right. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, he doesn't want to talk about it. But it's like, <laughs> I know that you like with the people that you care about, the people that are close to you will get like very valuable, at least important, well thought out yeah. advice that comes from a place of concern rather than like any other weird motive or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think there's somebody hitting the like skip fifteen forward button? I just really like, hope so. Are they gonna? They're kind of just being. <laughs> They've been talking for an hour about trash. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the ads. Then, and then huh? I pissed in my fart. When are they gonna? When are they gonna come? Usually about this time they come on the show. Dude, somebody is like showing this to their friends for the first time. Dude, you gotta listen. It's the most hilarious show I've ever. Dude, I'm telling you, a bit's coming right now. Watch. Is it gonna be a sound on the soundboard? Here's, we're talking about being honest now. That you know what else is honest? Come. I'm saying about mummy sound. There's a mummy sound that's so funny. In Hong Kong, it's come. They hit a horn. <laughs> it's coming any minute. <laughs> it just. I know you're late for work, but just. <laughs> <laughs> the person like has their bag. <laughs> Guys, I want to thank our sponsors. I want to thank Headgum. I want to thank Mike, Kevin, Leah, Lama, Lama, Ryan, Ryan, Byron, Dude, we gotta talk about this. By There's a Byron story. You guys hear the Byron? You're the Byron story, Kevin. Is it worth talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So there's this. Uh, so Mike, you gotta listen carefully to this because it's a little. It's a little. I will try to make this as concise as possible. Okay. Jesse Stillwell. Yeah. Our friend. Yeah. And Beth. Yeah. And Felicia. Yeah. Have been watching this vlog channel called Yankee in the South. Yeah. And it's like a guy and his wife and they go to like 
Bucky's and like little amusement parks and like review food and they're like just very happy, regular, uh, not self-aware people okay. that are just making weird family vlog content and they're like obsessed with it and they yeah. they Jesse said something like they've watched nine hours of this <laughs> thing together. Uh-huh. And uh, so I finally, they finally showed it to me. And it's like, they're laughing at it. But they're laughing with it, too. And yeah. they, like, genuinely like it. They used to be like, well, let's laugh at this. Yeah. And now they're like, well, we like it. They're hooked. So anyway, that's the setup. Yeah. I guess Jesse was watching a live stream of that channel and he saw someone in the chat with a really familiar name and i guess it's something that like byron and felicia do together or like have like a channel that they do or whatever yeah yeah and it it said something like what's up shout out to me and my wife karen or something like that or cheryl like my, it's my wife cheryl's birthday and it blew jesse's mind because he's like not only did I not expect to see fucking Byron here, uh -huh. I didn't even know he was married. <laughs> yeah. And so he was like, cool. And so he goes to Felicia and is like, yo, Felicia, Byron was in this fucking thing. Does he know about this channel? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, and then he talked about his wife and said it was her birthday. And Felicia's like, he doesn't have a wife. Yes. And Jesse was like, <laughs> So I can't be wrong. So Jesse took a screenshot of it yeah. and posted it in Byron's like Discord. Yeah. And like straight up just blew him up in his Discord and was like, yo, Byron, what the fuck is this? Oh, okay. And Byron was like, what? I like that channel. That's great. Like, you like it too? That's cool. And then they were like, what? Who's this woman you're mentioning that's your wife? And he's like, I just wanted a shout out. <laughs> And Jesse's like, what? And he's like, I thought that if I said I had a wife and it's her birthday, yeah. they would shout me out. <laughs> you gotta stack the deck sometimes. And Jesse's like, really? <laughs> and Byron's like, yeah. And so they talked about it and then Felicia started like teasing him about it. And then Byron deleted the thread yeah. off the Discord. Yeah, yeah. And Jesse was like, Yo, I think I blew up this guy's like happy place. Yeah. A place he would go where he didn't want anybody to know that he liked it. Sure. And he would watch it. And maybe he just didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I guess they've talked about it since and Byron swears that it's all what who who gives a shit? It's just a fun thing. Yeah. But like it's just weird. It's weird and it's funny. And Jesse's like, oh, I'm scared. Know, I'm scared Byron doesn't like me anymore. And now you're talking about it on this show. Dude, I asked him. I was like, dude, what if I brought it up on the show? And he's like, you asked oh, Byron or Jesse? No, Jesse. And he's like, please don't. Please. And then he's like, well, actually, it is kind of funny. So go ahead. You can bring it up. Did I you said, ask Byron? I don't. <laughs> dude, so, so Felicia is friends with Byron. Yeah. Yeah. Like good friends. Yeah. And she's been talking to him about it. We should call Felicia. Can we call Felicia? It sounds like you're calling everybody but Byron. <laughs> we, let's call Byron. Call Byron. Should we call Byron? Call Byron. All right, let's call Byron. What if this makes him extremely uncomfortable? I would love it. We'll cut it out. We'll cut it out. <laughs> we'll ask him legitimately if it's if he's borrowed about if he's borrowed about bothered about it. We'll ask him if he's Byron about it. Yeah. All Tune right, in here. next week to see if this guy's Byron about it. Alright, here we go. I'm calling Byron. 
Does he know we record on Thursday? Maybe. He's terrified. Oh, yeah. I talked to him this morning. He's terrified that I'm calling him, huh? Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? Steve never calls me. Yeah. This must be about the thing. This got to be about the thing. Whoa, he's not answering. Yeah. All right. If he doesn't answer, we, gotta, we call Felicia. Felicia. We call Felicia. And we'll ask Felicia if it would make Byron uncomfortable. We'll ask Your Felicia about Byron. And then we cut 45 minutes out of the show. Yes, exactly. To not <laughs> embarrass the person who works so unbelievably hard for us. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He totally said he was okay. That's why I asked Kevin, because Kevin knows too. Who said he was okay with it? Kevin Byron. said. Byron. Byron said. Okay, good. Kevin. Well, he said he didn't give a shit. Then Jesse shouldn't be worried. <laughs> But what about now that it's on dynamic yeah, banter? I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I don't Hello? Know. Felicia? Yay. Hi, this is Steve and Mike for, and Kevin on dynamic banter. Hi, Steve and Mike and Kevin. <laughs> I don't give up. Yeah. Hi, hi, Felicia. <laughs> What's that? So we got a question. We were talking about Byron on the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was talking about Jesse's like freak out about Byron's fake wife and stuff. Yeah. Have you, what's, what, how, how do you okay. feel about this now? Like we don't have to get totally into it. No, no. I explained this to Mike has questions. No. Mike has no uh, questions. No further Mike questions. Mike wants out, doesn't want to be a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, Mike. So here's the thing. Uh, it was so not a big deal. Jesse made the fact of it in his own The first own thing head. you say when it's really not uh, a big deal. What? <laughs> Mike says the first thing you say when it is not a big deal is yeah, that it's not it's a big not, deal. It's not a big deal. It was nothing. You cut your own hair. It's not a big deal. I it looks it, fine. I got a new haircut. It's really short. It's not a big deal. It's not deal. a big deal. Don't make a big deal out of it. Um, no, okay. So... I assume you explained the, the whole thing. I explained the whole thing, yeah. Okay. So, Byron, like, isn't a secretive person. He just has a lot of weird-ass niche <laughs> interests. That's what yeah. I figure. Yeah. Yeah. And also... That's what I said is, to Jesse. He wasn't, like, trying to keep anything secret. Byron is just really anally, like, OCD organized, especially when it comes to business stuff like Fright Day. So when Jesse posted something not related to horror in the Fright Day Discord, it like gnaws at Oh, so he just wanted to clean out the Discord a little bit and make it just horror-themed stuff. It's just not a big deal, Mike. So go ahead and ask her the follow-up question. What was the follow-up How do you think Byron would feel about us unsolicited talking about this on the podcast? Great, I'm going to say not great. Wait, so it is a big deal. Yes. I told Je- here's what I said to Jesse. Why I, does what Jesse says in this matter to well, how it makes okay, Byron okay, feel? Okay, hold on. I have a good defense here. Dude, I said this is one of those. Things. I said to Jesse, I said that's so funny. What if I I'm going to talk about it on dynamic banter as a joke. And he laughed and he said, "Please don't do that." And I yeah, said, "He's going to feel so bad." First and I said, "I will." Pretty good and one. then he said, "Actually, it is pretty funny. You should talk about it. It's good." And I was like, okay. And then, and then. Yelling for no reason. I looked over at Kevin and said, is this okay to talk about it, you think? And Kevin said, yeah. Okay. So I had two friends. Well, what, who are not Byron. What did Mike say is the thing? 
Mike didn't. Mike no. wanted didn't have an opinion. He just didn't like it very much. That's not entirely true. I think you didn't know. like it very much. I no, okay. I didn't know at all. But now that I know, I think it's maybe it's it's maybe putting taking a screenshot of it and putting it on the Discord times a hundred. What we're doing right but now. But if it's not a big deal yeah, and he thinks it's true. funny. Said it, yes. You, you were talking over her funny. saying yes twice. <laughs> okay, but Felicia, even though you're saying it's not a big deal, it's yeah. funny, everyone thinks it's fine, you still think it's a bad idea. Because none of these people giving their opinion are Byron. I tried calling him. <laughs> that doesn't no, no, no. confuse. So it's not Felicia. a big deal, but it, we're blowing it up for sure. Yeah. Because it, like... It, the whole reason it got warped is because Jesse felt so bad. Because in his mind, he, like, outed Byron's secret life. Yeah. When in reality, Byron was just, like, essentially doing to these people what we do to the, the train, train people. Community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, I texted Byron, and I was like, Jesse feels so bad. And Byron was like, you should not feel bad. It's really funny. So I'm I'm positive that the reason Byron even deleted the comment from the Discord was just because he wanted to keep it a organized and b horror related. Like I don't think he was trying to hide anything. Can be horror related very easily. Also, I'll say that if I heard Byron say it's fine, yeah, I'd be fine with it. Okay, I'm being okay. a good friend to Byron. Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We'll do the rest of the show, and then we'll. We'll talk to Byron yeah. after we're done. Yeah. And if he's okay with it, we'll leave it in. If not, we just cut this part out. It never existed. <laughs> Great. Yes. Perfect. All right, Felicia. Thank you for your time. You're so welcome. All right. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Now, who is that? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> They're not saved in my phone. I, I dialed the first number I could think of and asked her. <laughs> hey, do you know this stuff about Byron? Guys, uh, let's talk about Squarespace. My goodness gracious. Don't we love Squarespace, Mike? Yes. Mike Falzone, his very own website is a uh, Squarespace website. And it has been for years and years. Absolutely. And it's a good site. You should check it out. It's nice. And if you ever wanted to make a site like MikeFalzone.com, you could check out Squarespace and build your own. That's right. It's so easy to do it. Anybody can build a website, even from their phone. And that's the beauty of Squarespace. You got all your tools. You got all your necessary presets. All the things that you need to sell stuff, advertise stuff, showcase stuff. Kevin, come on. Sell stuff, stuff advertise stuff, make stuff, make stuff. Do you want to advertise your art? Do you want to make a nice website for a family relative? Do you want to say you got some shows coming up? Maybe you're in a band or you're a comedian or you have a podcast or whatever. If you answered yes to any of these things or in your head to similar things, then Squarespace is the way to go because you can build all of your stuff right on the site. You can do it on your laptop. You can do it on your phone. My goodness, it doesn't get any easier, truly. But don't take our word for it. No sir, E. No madam, no anyone. No so, no elsewheres. <laughs> else folks. Go to squarespace.com for uh, else folks. Party, 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 party. 
Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. Check it out. Try it out. When you're ready to launch, you go to squarespace.com slash banter, and you're going to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. And when you're ready to launch, you'll get that. So you get that trial when you go to squarespace.com. And when you're like, man, this is good. This is what I like. Then you go to squarespace.com slash banter and you'll save 10% off your first purchase of that website or domain. I'm getting happy. Thank you so much, Squarespace. Mike tapped into hell. Let's listen to some live. I pressed the wrong button. Live audio from hell. I pressed the wrong button. Now it's a live feed from hell. Hey guys, look, no matter how much we try to prepare for the holiday season, the chaos always comes, doesn't it? There's always some kind of shipping, shopping, sh sh shopping problem in there. There's always something going around in the holidays, and it's crazy. Sending packages during the holidays is a nightmare. Slaying through traffic to get to the post office? Forget about it. And it's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. Guys, because for more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. And you can save money with major discounts at stamps.com on USPS and UPS shipping rates. That's up to 86% off. And when do you ever hear about discounts on stuff like that? Not at the post office. And it's also, stamps.com is also a stress-free solution for small businesses. You can use stamps.com to print your postage wherever you do business. All you need is a computer and a printer. And if you're running an online store, stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major shopping carts and marketplaces. So this holiday season, why don't you trade those late nights for silent nights and get started with stamps.com today. You can sign up with promo code BANTER for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. And there's no long-term commitments. <laughs> Or contracts! <laughs> you just go to stamps.com and you click on the microphone at the top of the page and you enter the code BANTER. That's right, the code is BANTER. Stamps.com slash BANTER. <sighs> Mike, are you hungry right now, man? Yes. I gotta tell you, I'm starving. And and just as I like I said even a second ago, the bustling holiday season is just around the corner. It's bustling. And it's the perfect time to plan ahead with Factor, the ready-to-go, ready-to-eat meal delivery. They shop, prep, cook, and deliver to your door so you can enjoy chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays, minus the hassle. How about that? How about taking food worries out of the mix during the holidays? You always worry, oh, man, what am I going to do at lunchtime? It's 12 o'clock. I haven't eaten yet. And you're like, oh, I got my, my son's coming home tonight. 
What am I gonna make for dinner? And you're like, oh man, I haven't been to the grocery store this week. <laughs> you talk so fast when you're hungry. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including gourmet plus, keto, calorie smart, vegan plus, veggie, and 36 plus weekly add-ons, you're going to have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> guys factors no prep no mess meals save us so much time on planning and cleanup we can't even focus on anything without wasting hours in the kitchen spinning around in circles Opening your eyes every once in a while to see which direction you're facing. You open up that cabinet, you open up the fridge, you look around the room, you don't even know what you're doing. Ah! And that's code BANTER60 at go.factor75.com slash BANTER60 to get 60% off your first box. I'm starving! Thank you, Factor. Losing my goddamn mind! Go yes. Yes. Okay. Kevin, I said it like nineteen. I said it. I said, it I said. Not go. I said go head. I said head to go to head dot head to go dot factor dot com. That's go.factor75.com slash banter60 to get 60% off your first box. That's go.factor75.com slash banter60. That's go.factor75.com slash banter. That's go.factor75.com slash banter60. Get that 60% off by using that code banter60. <laughs> and what's the website that you <laughs> go? <laughs> great work, Mike. You're doing great over there, buddy. My fingers are tired. You're doing great. Um, hey, how about some history roads, yeah, please? You fucking idiot. Dude, double shout out to the cheesesteak history road from Dude, last week. how funny. I was watching that clip and I was like, that is the most like, if you've never, if you're, if you want to get someone into the podcast and you want a little bite sized, that is like the, <coughs> the clip to show somebody. I agree. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to get the vibe of the yeah. show. That's, That's just the best. One. What a nice thing to happen naturally. And I laugh. I laugh every time I hear that story. Thank you for sharing that story. Dude, and Chokey Cheese is just Chokey chef's cheese. kiss. Thanksgiving song? Did somebody write a Thanksgiving song? No, they linked one. They linked one. Well, second best. <laughs> Did they do a big head and lip sync to a Thanksgiving song? <laughs> Man, I feel bad this episode wasn't really funny, but we did learn a lot. It's a Thanksgiving song?
Dude, if you're if you're listening to someone talk and you're not really into the <laughs> look them right look in the eyes. Right the, dude, if you have glasses, take off your glasses and go. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> and then walk away. What do you do as the storyteller in that situation? I'd be like, damn, that person really didn't want to hear. Damn, my shit. sorry. I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> and then peace out Whoa, okay Amanda says Ray Davies Thanksgiving song Hello boys Hi I heard your discussion about Thanksgiving Day songs And I had to share the Ray Davies Of the Kinks the Share that Ray Davies of the Kinks Released one that's pretty terrible Dude, what if you First of all Many times over. That's my favorite horn. The little one. That one is so quiet. Imagine you're watching a saw, (laughs) like saw 12, and you hear that. That's how you know he's coming. It's like his little, his little bike. His little warning. (laughs) Dude, that's really funny. Am I wearing a helmet made out of skin? (laughs) Is it going to rip my nose off if I don't eat my own hand? I gotta kiss a pig or the, the pig dies. Would you rather have your hand or your nose? Pick one or the other. <laughs> Amanda says, uh, I only know about this song because I sang backup for Ray Davies on Conan O'Brien in 2006. Hell yeah, dude. Cool. Fuck yeah, bro. So Ray Davies. Even though the song sucked, I jumped at the opportunity because Conan O'Brien was my high school heartthrob crush. So tall. That's not weird. They said weird, I know. Below are links to the Conan performance and the song in general. Love you boys, and thanks for all the laughs. I watch as I'm relaxing in the tub and love the giggles. Oh, that's very nice. Um, Hopefully we give you a little bubble every now and again. (laughs) 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 Fuck, man. Bit of a tingy ping. (laughs) Fuck! Fuck! I'm the worst. That's all right. (laughs) I'll say it. Can I'll we just, see? You? What if I just you point to me and I just say it every note? <laughs> Bit of a pingy. <laughs> if I, what if I go like this? Pingy ting. Bit of, <laughs> bit, of, bit 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 of a pingy. Can we see you in this video, Amanda, from Conan O'Brien? And I was born on Thanksgiving. Here's a song from his new EP, appropriately titled Thanksgiving Day. Please welcome Ray Davies. Ray Davies took Thanksgiving and raised babies? (laughs) Baby Rays. Baby Rays. Are you going on Thanksgiving Day? (laughs) Sorry, 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 sorry. 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. Which is like gravy boat, gravy, gravy boat. This is like the kind of music you hear in Starbucks. Yeah. Which scarf are you wearing, Amanda? I'm looking. Who looks like an Amanda? There's so many. Yeah. How many? Oh, no, listen to this like full choir? Damn, dude. Gravy boat. Gravy fucking boat. What if I told you this song has seven verses? <laughs> um, all right. And this is the moment right before you eat dinner after grace. Everybody's looking all around the table at the bowls <laughs> filled with food. <laughs> this one? And your uncle says something racist when you're sitting at the table. <laughs> Damn, I don't like it. I did not like that song, Amanda. But congratulations to you. And your mom hates your girlfriend, didn't know you're dating girls. And your grandpa's like, vegetarian, what's that? And your uncle put the giblets in with... The gravy, even though no one likes it, your uncle likes it. And then later on, your grandpa had too much brandy. He goes to your girlfriend and whispers in her ear. And and grandpa touches your girlfriend. (laughs) And she starts crying and she goes to the car. Goes to the car. That's Amanda's part. Goes to the car. Goes to the car. All right, Callie says there's some DBER shit. What's that? ER? I think that's the emergency room. DB emergency room? There's some DBER shit. Dude, imagine how chaotic the DBER would be. <laughs> oh, God. Filled I need three CCs and be, 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 Your mother is dead. Your mother is dead. I don't give a fuck. Your whole family's dead. Your whole family, everything's gonna be. Callie says, Hi, you little BB boys. I hope this email finds you well. My name is Callie. Long time listener, few time history wrote her. I once wrote in about being afraid of butterflies and Nick Hamilton. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Afraid Musician, of Nick Hamilton? actor, alcohol. Extraordinaire called me a little bitch baby. Oh, because of being afraid of butterflies. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I wanted to tell you about how dynamic banter got me through my first ever ER visit. Damn. A few weeks ago, I woke up having the worst abdominal pain ever. You want to guess what it was? Talking to blockage? Are we talking <laughs> appendix? A little bit of shit hanging out of your butt? Okay, you got a little bit of shit hanging out of your butt. Your doctor pull out with forceps. Okay. Sneaking air around that turn your butt. <laughs> what are you sneaking air in the ER? <laughs> you smuggling air? <laughs> One, two. <laughs> I'm sneaking into the ER. You gotta help me. <laughs> Freeze! 
<laughs> they said it came in waves, the abdominal pain, and literally, and literally would cause me to hunch over, crying in pain. I told my mom I thought I needed to go to the ER, but she finished mowing the lawn and then showered before she took me. Nice or not nice? That's a not That's nice. That's a big not nice. That's a not nice. I was in the waiting room throwing up like a baby, but I kept thinking about Mike's time in the hospital with kidney stones. It was comforting in a way, knowing people go through things like this and that I wouldn't be in this godforsaken place forever. Yeah. Unless you are. Unless and then that's you a, die there and yeah. then you're a ghost in yeah. the hospital forever. Even then they, they move you out. <laughs> and then when you're a ghost, you're sneaking around the hospital like... Would, would you rather be in the hospital or in the ground? <laughs> I guess. What if they, it's what a if, choice we often make. <laughs> what about a hospital in the ground? Mm, we're all going to that big hospital on the ground. <laughs> Can they run through the hospital? I gotta get in. Gotta get in. Dude, the Joker in the last scene of the Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, you want you catch up? <laughs> Can't freeze. Um. For some reason, the the Steve cleaning the club bit was also in my head. That's funny. Um, which made me laugh out loud. They never figured out exactly what was wrong with me, but when I got out, I literally wanted to, to I literally wanted to like smell some flowers and had a new lease on life. Yeah. Thanks born boys for getting me through Lee baby rough patch to hear more about the shit I went through in the ER. Here's my number. PS, please Mike, if he's ever listened to Greta Van Fleet, they're sick, and you boys might like them. I know Greta Van Fleet is. PPS, my sister, who I forced on many occasions to listen to this show, named her car a Buick Goose after the bit you boys did about good old Burl Ives. Oh, that's fun. I believe Mike said something along the lines of, and the goose was a Buick. <sighs> Thanks for making me and my sister laugh. Absolutely. Sorry you were in the hospital. Dude, there's something about being admitted to the hospital... And then for a while, you don't know. Think of how much control you have over your life as a free person. Right. You go wherever you want. You go to the store right now. Well, ice you cream? Could, you could do whatever you want forever. And then you go to have to go to the hospital, and you don't know when you're getting out of the yeah. hospital. It's hard to. It's hard. It sucks. All you want to do is fuck a tree afterwards. I just want to go get ice cream or books. And here I am stuck in the hospital. I'd much rather go get ice cream than books. Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe wants you to do Isabel. <laughs> Isabel says, Dynamic Banter told me to do my homework. Hmm. My little tootin' tickly trotting turkey tots. <laughs> uh, we See, sound like something that's only available for like a month at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Season's greetings to you and yours. A couple nights ago, I was struggling to get a research paper done. It was due at midnight, and it was approaching 9 p.m. Jackpot. <laughs> my favorite time. I was struggling to stay awake, so I decided to lie on my couch and set an alarm for a 20-minute kitty coochie nap. Kitty coochie nap? Huh? Huh? I fell right asleep to my TV auto-playing YouTube vids. I woke up in a panic to someone yelling, Bella! 
I looked at my phone and it was 11 fucking p.m. Damn. My TV was playing Dynamic Banter episode 322, The Juice. <laughs> where Steve read my history wrote about the power of simplicity, humble brag. Sorry, humby brag. I was so confused by the experience, but if it weren't for this very loud podcast, I would be failing political science 120B. Damn, you're welcome for a future. Uh, also, if you're reading this on November 17th, is that what today is? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, my yeah. birthday. Oh, happy birthday. And I will stop doing what I'm doing to answer. I love you boys. Oh, it's the birth uh, phone number. Bella from the California General Area. Oh. Thank you guys for listening to the show <laughs> What a show. Guys, we got a DB show coming up December what now? December 8th. <clears throat> December 8th. Listen, I'll run through a bunch of shows that you can go to. Yeah, but. Um, November 23rd, I'm going to be <laughs> a free show in uh, Santa Barbara at Figarello Brewing Company. Dude, the 29th, I'm going to be at the Hollywood Improv. The 30th is the first surrounded show in San Diego at the Jack Whistle Stop. Uh, the second are the next two surrounded shows at 7 and 9.45. The eighth is Dynamic Banter Live in the Hollywood Improv Lab, world famous. Shout out to Two-Tam. And December 16th, 17th, and 18th, I'm going to be in Seattle. Tickets for all those on MikeFalzone.com. Great job, Mike. I can't wait to see you at all those shows. And uh, please come see us live when you can. Dude, my parents want to come. Awesome. To see us. Can they sit on stage with us? No. That would be too uncomfortable for them, probably. Sure. Please. 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 What? Please. What? I'm warning you. What are you just telling me what you need? Okay. I'm warning you. I want to help you Please. out. Please. Peace and love. Oh. Peace and yeah, love. Yeah, we could do Peace that. Peace and love. Yeah. Please. He thinks it's something else. Please. It's like in his head he's asking for like. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>